Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Gonna check up on the takedown of a homeless encampment. That is what we are doing. My bad. But that is uh, one of the voices who um, has been in, in this space where this encampment's popped up. This is at the Church of Kensington Market. So the Kensington area. You certainly know it if you're in Toronto. But we're, we're not talking just tents. I mean, there's a lot of garbage, tarps, needles. Uh, it's become an eyesore. There, those who are around it have been uh, complaining of um, people yelling at them, throwing stuff at them, chasing them. And so on one side of this, you've got need and supports we don't seem to have or no one can come up with. And we've got a neighborhood and a school next door saying, uh, like, we can't live like this, right? What's the balance? I mean, so far, we've got uh, our reporter, Hannah, at the scene. Things are chill. So right now, city crews uh, and fire crews are speaking with residents the actual clearing of it has not happened. So it's chill right now. Police, as of 7.45, our newsroom said they hadn't been notified. So are they coming? That remains to be seen. Let's hope it stays chill. But there is still the issue, certainly for those who have been working with these homeless people. They don't want this and don't see this as a solution. Andrew Neelands is one of them, a longtime volunteer with St. Stephen's in the uh, Fields Church in Kensington Market. He joins us now. Andrew, thank you very much. Thank you. What is your concern um, after today? Because I know the number fluctuates a little bit, but it's mostly about eight people who have been living there. But it's it's for two years. And so where do they go? What's your concern? Well, the the number actually, uh, it's been much higher recently, and uh, it, it usually fluctuates between about 12 and 20, but sometime in the middle of winter, it'll drop down below that. Um, my, my concern is, is the same as it, it was is when I see somebody who's living totally unsupported. I mean, what do we do? Like, what, what does a person do if they don't have a place that they're allowed to sleep? If, if you can't sleep here, and you can't sleep there, and you can't sleep somewhere else, then you're not allowed to sleep, in effect, right? Mm-hmm. And if you're not, you're not allowed to live. I mean, how can that even be possible? Well, I think a lot of people are asking in 2023 how we got to this point in a world-class uh, city, as we uh, like to call it. Mm-hmm. But he, here's the question. Two years, I know that there have been 260 um, visits or conversations with the city of Toronto. They have said, you've got to go. How is it possible in two years? And I know there are other encampments. I get it. Mm-hmm. But can we not come up with a solution in two years? Like I, That's what I don't understand. I, I am absolutely dismayed that we have not been able to come up with any kind of a solution for two years. Because for two years, we've just been trying to not have this happen, not so that we can have some flourishing encampment, but so that these people don't get displaced while they're trying to find something that, that will work, right? Like very few of the people that are have stayed the whole time. A lot, a lot of people have come and gone. Some have made some amazing progress. Some have, have made major 
recovery in, in addiction and, and with the stability they've been able to find there and the safety they've been able to find there. Some haven't. Um, some, some are still having a lot of trouble. Um, if my major worry is, is that when somebody goes from being in a community that's self-supporting and, and very much like a, you know, safe sharing environment and, and then ends up on their own under a bridge, that they're much less safe. Right. Uh, but but, but uh, on the other side, and I, I have to think that there's an understanding. We've got community. We've got kids. We've got teachers. Oh, yeah. We've got a neighborhood. Yeah. And they're saying we cannot have this because it's not the only yeah. one. But we, we cannot have this. It's not safe. Do, do, have there been conversations with these people? Do you Absolutely. understand their, their, their anger or their yeah. worry? Yes, I do. Yeah. We, we, we had a conversation um, with the school that you mentioned earlier, uh, who, who's one of the major kind of factors in this whole thing. And uh, it, that was six months ago. And, and the idea there was that we were going to try and have regular meetings with them and with somebody from the city that could come and and really do a neighborhood association um, approach to try and solving the problem because everybody agrees on the problem. Uh, but that that never happened. We were never able to get that committee to, to materialize. And and instead, you know, we're served with papers about some, uh, they, they actually applied for a permit to use the area directly abutting our property um, to make a pollinator garden without talking yeah. to us at all, you know, and then that, that permit got, so, so our idea to be collaborative really wasn't, wasn't well received at all. I, I mean, I'm not sure who, who it wasn't received well by. I mean, it, it was met with basically stony silence after our initial meeting. Mayor Chow had uh, has been invited to the area. I know this was brought up by Anthony Fury during the mayoral um, uh, election. Um, and she's, she's kind of been missing in action on this. I don't know if there have been conversations that she's been having. I don't know if she's been instrumental in part of this uh, or had any say in this. Uh, but have you heard from her, the mayor, on this? Um, I have not personally, but I know that the mayor is aware. And I know that the mayor is must be involved because there are aspects and areas in the city that, like in the city government, that have been incredibly supportive. I, I'd like to to mention Streets to Homes specifically. Mm-hmm. The, the outreach workers for the city have been great. Um, it's it's other areas, other departments that have kind of taken a, a really punitive approach to this. And uh, I'm not sure that, that, I mean, I don't think we live in a system where the mayor can just arbitrarily direct departments to do whatever well, she can't, but the, but the you know the laws are on the books that you can't live in parks. So I don't know if they're. I mean, she can't tell them what to do. But she, this is an interest of hers. And and he, so my just before I run out of time, Andrew, will these people go to respite centers? Are they going to another encampment? Where do they go? I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea where they will go, and and that is terrifying to me, because the next time I see them, it might be in the newspaper, or it might be in a an obituary, and and that is. Like, we ask people to pull themselves up by their bootstraps. We have to give them somewhere to do that. They also have to have boots, in, right? In, they got, they got well, to have boots. And maybe some boots. Maybe, maybe some, some boots. Stuff. I mean, that's extra. If they can make their own boots, if, if they have a place. I mean, the very basic thing they need is to live somewhere. Yeah. And, 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 and I, I know that that seems obvious, but, but somehow it's being missed by the vast majority of of people that I know that support freedom and support individual liberty, but somehow don't support 
the the idea that people need to be allowed to exist. Well, they do. Um, yeah, it, it's it's just we need the housing. Just let, uh, just quickly, I know well, the police. Yeah, I've got about twenty seconds, so I just want to make sure that if the police show up, because I know they want it clear, are are they just going to go? Are we going to see kind of any you know chaos? We would like yeah. there to be no chaos. We would like there to be a, a peaceful resolution to this, and we'll do everything we can to support that to de-escalate where possible. Um, but there are a lot of people here I've never met. Yeah. Well, we'll be watching, certainly, and um, we'll see what happens. It's an ongoing issue, and we will sadly have to talk about it again. I appreciate your time. Anything. Have a great day. You as well. That's Andrew Nealon, who's one of the longtime volunteers. So, again, we'll go back live to it because we haven't seen yet this thing taken down. And it's generally if the police show up that we could see some problems. They haven't moved in. Alex Pearson Show.